Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Jack and Joe Show. We talk about property, business, and everything in between. Hosted by Jack Heskin-Taylor and Joe McCarthy. Sharing the stories of entrepreneurs, property investors, and our journey to health, wealth, and happiness. Hi guys, it's Joe McCarthy here. I'm here with Jack Taylor and also with Dave Goodfellow. Hi. How are you doing? So today we're just going to ask Dave some questions regarding his journey through SA. So Dave, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Good to see you, good. thanks for coming over. Sound. All yeah. the way to Chester. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us and yeah, your lovely home. <laughs> nice, isn't it? Humble abode. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is just going to basically be the basics of SA for, for anyone that's looking to get started or may maybe interested in it or maybe getting taken on their first unit now just to give you a bit of insight and Dave's expert knowledge well <laughs> what would be the best way for them to find a deal and how, how to start their search something like air DNA okay have a look at your area work out what your, your gold mine area is going to be yeah? yeah so rather than just going out and putting your finger in the air and looking for houses yeah go back a step and look for the look at the market first. Okay. Rather than, you know, finding out that you've yeah. got a house and then it's not working as SA. Yeah. Then you. Yeah, you're already you in know, there. You're already in it. Yeah, then yeah. it's too late. Yeah. So what is it? DNA and um, does it cost? So a DNA, you, you two, there's two levels to it. So you get a free level, which you don't have to pay anything for, and that gives you a basic amount of information, which is fine for doing your, your you know, your, your gold mine area, and it'll give yeah. you an yeah. overview of the area. So I'd, I'd suggest that's the first, that's the first step, and what that what that'll do is it'll give you you know how many uh, units they've got in the area, an average occupancy rate, and an average price per night, which is yeah. a good start for any for any area. Yeah. So if you're looking at Liverpool, for example, there's I think there's about two and a half thousand SA units there. <laughs> Chester, there's about five hundred. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and and there's a high demand for it, whereas and you can tell that through the occupancy. Yeah. So in Chester, the occup- average occupancy for the year is about 70%, yeah. which is pretty high. In Liverpool, it's a lot less than that. I think it's about 57 Okay. Um, but then you have to weigh that up against your price per night. So in Liverpool, you get a higher price per night. In Chester, you get a lower. But then yeah. you can just get into your, your... You can have a look at the areas that, yeah. that might be right for, for you. Yeah, so they yeah. can sort of determine what area they want to work in first yeah, before absolutely. before they go looking for the deal. Yeah, so don't don't go out and look for a deal before you've looked at the area whether it's going to work or not. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't listen to hearsay. Get the actual data because yeah. that gives you a much better understanding of what you're going to be able to do in that area. Mm. Yeah. 
So there's two levels. You've got the you've got the level where you can just get it for free. Yeah. Uh, so you can go in and you can have a look at the overview for that area, and then you've got a paid service where it gives you a lot more detail. So it'll give you um, you know, how many one bed, two bed, three bed flats mm. there are in that area, or houses. How many um, you know, the seasonality of the of the yeah. occupancy. Yeah. And in terms um, of say finding out what the actual customer avatar would be for that area. Mm-hmm. How would you go about conducting that research? Like, be it like say corporate clients okay. in a certain area. Yeah, or? yeah, really good, really good question. So, how I would go about that is I'd go onto I go onto the internet and I'd I'd have a look at the area and what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you can get um, development plans for for areas from the council. Okay. And they have a written plan of what they're doing over the next five to ten years. Okay, and this is all free through the Freedom of yeah, Information. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, if you go onto the internet and search for um, whatever the area council is um, and look for their development and it'll tell you now they can be a bit onerous to go in and look through and check out but they give you some really good insights on what they're looking to do in that area in the future so for example Liverpool have got lots of stuff going on you know they're building new houses they're looking to expand their um, housing market by building apartments and all that type all that type of stuff Um, whereas Chester's got a lot of development in terms of trying to Build more leisure facilities in the in the area. So they're they're extending the race course here. They're building a new business quarter. They're mm. building a, lo- a new leisure park. Um, three hundred million pound development. So there's lots mm. of different things that you can pick up from yeah. the development plan and from the internet. Mm-hmm. And in terms of finding the deal, then would you go directly to agents or direct to vendors or so landlords? I would always say when you first start, let an agent see your friends. Okay, yeah. so. Get out there as much as you can. There's always a street wherever you are, which got which are full of estate agents yeah, and yeah. agents. So there's a number of different things that you can do. When when you first start out, though, you need to get in with them and, and speak to them, tell them what you're doing, give them your story. You know, don't fill them full of any bullshit. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That a lot of people do. You know, yeah. they go in and tell tell them that they're not doing Airbnb and yeah. they're going to be doing these long company lets where people come in and are going to be staying for six months hmm. they're past all that now yeah, yeah. you know they, they know that people are pulling the wool over their eyes when they do that because there's so much going on in serviced accommodation now hmm. so get in with just you know go and see them all but find a couple of letting agents that you hmm. get on with and they will they'll feed you with with properties we did it in chester we we um we, we only have a, a three letting agents that we work with and they come to us with deals i mean we took on a block of free apartments recently that came from the letting agent. Nice. We didn't go through the letting agent. Oh, sorry, we did go through the letting agent, but we went then that went direct with the landlord. Okay. So they introduced us. We paid them a fee for doing it. Yeah. Always make sure you pay them as well, because if you don't pay them, they're not going to come back to you next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always make sure that they know as well that they can charge you as a business mm. for doing the... Um, the, the online checks and stuff, yeah because the allowed. tenant fees are gone now aren't they yeah so tenant fees are gone but yeah. they can charge you as a business and mm-hmm. not not every not all of them know that so let them know that you'd be happy to pay you a couple of hundred quid to get a together an SA yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or just make sure they understand that because then they'll come to you next time because it's a little bit more revenue for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so when you start now yeah let an agent see your friends okay so if somebody's starting to look um <clears throat> and they're sort of pricing up a deal how would they go about working out their monthly costs? Is there any tips you can give for that or some rough yeah. costs? Yeah, yeah. So 
again, depending on the size of the unit, our deal analyzer that we have breaks it all down into into sections. So yeah. you're going to have things like your your rent, uh, your um, utility bills, mm-hmm. um, your um, maintenance costs. Yeah. And then so you start off with your actual costs for that property, and then you break it down into your clean, your, your cleans, your linen. Yeah. And all that's going to be, that's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we deal analyze, we always take the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. So we don't get uh, a surprise at the end. Nobody yeah. wants surprises, especially <laughs> if they're the wrong way. If they're the right way, it's all right. <laughs> when they're the wrong way, they're not so good. So all you always just make sure that you break everything down. You've yeah. got all your costs and then look at uh, setting up deals with other companies in the area. So your linen, your cleaning costs yeah. and your maintenance guy. With reference to cleaning, so how much, and obviously, like you said, it's different for everyone and, and the size of the apartments and stuff, but on average, how much does it cost cleaning-wise for a two-bed apartment and your linen and stuff like okay. that? Again, you can, you can go out there, and my advice is don't scrimp on your cleaner. Okay. Never, never, ever try and get the cheapest. Yeah. You guys have done that. Yeah, we've been there, done that. We've been there, and learned yeah. learn firsthand, but... Yeah. Make sure you pay your cleaner a good wage. So I always pay, um, you can get cleaners for £10 an hour. Yeah. I always pay £15 an hour. But they don't do just, they don't just clean. So they'll go in and they'll audit the whole property. Mm-hmm. They'll go and pick my linen up, do a stock order for linen, etc. as well. So it's one one thing is do not scrimp on that because they're, they're your, the life and soul of your business. All yeah. you need is one bad review for, for that type of thing, isn't it? How much would it cost to do a two bed apartment? I suppose is yeah. your answer, is your question. So we 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 spend about thirty five pound on the cleaning for a two bed. Okay. Um, and then for the linen, it's around about six pounds plus VAT for a double bed. Okay. So. And you hire you hire the linen. Yeah, always. Yeah. We we went through a process of buying it in ourselves. Yeah. But by the time you've bought it. Yeah. And then that's to send out to somebody to clean and then iron. And then the, the issues you get when somebody comes with fake tan and lies yeah. in the bed, yeah. you end up changing it. So by the time you've messed about and tried to manage it yourself, it's just easier to yeah. load it. We've we found that we've bought all our own and then and we're starting to to notice that some are seriously damaged and you know, at some point we're gonna have to buy buy another load of it. Exactly. Um exactly. if you can find the, the higher at the right price then yeah. Probably worth it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. In terms of contracts, then getting the contract sorted for yeah. the SA, can you run us through that process? Yeah, yeah. So, always use a company letter agreement. Um, if you're dealing with a, a letting agent, always yeah. use their company letter agreement. Okay. There's certain things you need to change in it. It won't. It won't. I've never had one yet that's been a hundred percent accurate where I've just t- signed it and sent it back. Yeah. There's certain things you've got to change in it. I think I've sent one yeah, of my yeah. one of my ones to you already, but. If, you, if you're getting them from a letting agent, there's certain criteria in there that you need to change. So if, if I'm doing my first deal, which we're really wanting to get over today, isn't it? Yeah. I'll always take them out on a 12-month company letter agreement. Someone starting off, if they're only after setting up their company, they're going to an agent and they have to pass referencing. Mm-hmm. How does that process work? Or what will they say to the agent if they know they're not going to pass the referencing because it's okay. a new company. Yeah, so there's a there's a number of things you can do there. So if you've just set up a new company, mm-hmm. and you're not going to have the, the history there to go and um, pass the referencing. It's yeah. just not going to happen because you've not got the history there behind your com- behind your company. So you can do one of two things. You can either do a personal ga- a personal guarantor yourself, yeah, or you can use somebody else in your family to do that. 
So, um, yeah, when we first set up our first company letter agreement with um, with the letting agent in Chester, I um, actually used my, my, my dad as a as a guarantor for that. Okay. Because we didn't have any... You got nothing there yeah, in the nothing. beginning. Yeah, you yeah. got, they'll normally ask you for a year's accounts or three months worth of bank statements. Well, yeah. you're never going to have that at the beginning. So mm. get someone else to be a guarantor for you. If they're employed, even better. You know, mm. if they're earning over fifty grand a year, even better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the I think the, the base level is about twenty five grand to be a guarantor. Okay. Similar okay. to like your, your mortgage, getting a mortgage on a property. Okay. Um, if you can if you can do that, then that's that's the way forward. Okay. Or get involved in a JV with somebody that's already yeah, yeah. got a bit of mm. someone that's already doing it. Somebody's already doing it. It's got a bit of history behind them. Okay, um, so if it was your first deal, would you recommend trying a JV with someone and looking for somebody to work with? You know my answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what I would advise to people is when you when you do a JV, yeah. You're gonna lose half of your money straight away. Yeah. So, my advice would be just just get involved or or get go to networking events, speak to people who are who are already in the game yeah. and know what they're talking about. Maybe they're they're in your area or close to your area, so they've got some local knowledge, and just lean on them a bit. Mm-hmm. Like you two guys did with with us. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. when you first started out. So, I I, I personally wouldn't want a JV with somebody who's already doing it and yeah. and lose half the profit because everybody's different though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's right for me might not be right for, mm-hmm. for somebody else. Yeah. But yeah, I would say do it yourself, but get somebody who is already in the game. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. That can, that can help you along and mentor you. Yeah. So basically a mentor, essentially. Either a mentor, get some training. Yeah. You know, go out. I mean, what does training cost these days? For you can you can you can pick it up for well, a couple of grand, whatever whatever it might be. It, yeah. It's it's you know it's worth paying that money out because you could lose a lot of money. Yeah. If you don't, and that that initial outlay is not a cost; it's an investment, and you'll learn so much from it. Yeah. Would you advise potentially for somebody just starting out to maybe find a service accommodation management company and contact them? Yeah, and if absolutely. they can manage the SA unit for yeah. them, see if they can pick their brain on areas. Absolutely. So uh, what we did when we first started out was we went and got a, a managing agent to manage our properties and that helped us scale. So yeah. I wasn't, I was out getting deals and looking for deals rather than speaking to customers and okay, yeah, yeah. and spending all my time doing that. I was actually working at the time as well. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, so I was working full time before I got in, when I started my business up in November last year. The SA business. Yeah, <clears throat> I was actually full time working, so I didn't have time to do the the management side of things anyway. But in hindsight, I still wouldn't have gone straight in and done management. Yeah, I'd have given it to somebody else to do first. Yeah, learn l- either le- learn off the back of them. You can get a management company like ours yeah. <laughs> that um will take you on board, manage your property for you, but also train you at the same time. Mm. Yeah, that's ideal. Show you how to build yeah. all the systems out. Yeah, it's like the on-the-job on the kind of training, isn't absolutely. it? Like, absolutely. It's if like learning how to drive a car. You're only going to learn when you're there. Yeah, if you can build it. a business and train at the same time, then... Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Everybody's winning, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. So, Funnily enough, we do that. <laughs> <laughs> little plug there, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Should we... Um, 
Just because we spoke about your deal analyzer and mm -hmm. and the, the stuff that you've you've helped us out with as yeah. well. Is it possible to mention the, the Facebook group and the stuff you've started yeah, with any newcomers yeah, yeah, yeah. that want to get involved? Yeah, yeah. So the Facebook, we started up a new Facebook group, um, SA Iconic. Yeah. Can you mean, SA Iconic, can you mean, I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spells really good. So, so, yeah, so the, the SA Iconic uh, community, um, spelled Iconic spelled with a K, so I-K-O-N-I-C. Yeah. Okay, Dave, that's great. Thanks very much. Thanks Thank for you. your help. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks very much for listening and watching. Hopefully you got some really good information from Dave. If you like this episode and you'd like to listen to Dave's full episode, that'll be coming out soon. So we'll dive really deep into Dave's background and, and everything that he's doing with his service accommodation business at the moment. See ya. See you later. We talk about property, business and everything in between. Hosted by Jack Heskin-Taylor and Joe McCarthy. Sharing the stories of entrepreneurs, property investors, and our journey to health, wealth, and happiness. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.